Lifetime while bringing awareness to the needs of children through our partnership with Children's Hope Alliance. This is Ron Clements with my wife Patty. Hello there. And we are south of Toronto, actually southeast of Hamilton, uh, at an RV park here in Canada. Eh? And we uh, did a couple days in Montreal, as we told you in the last episode of the podcast. And uh, we're doing some spending some time in the Toronto area. And we went to Sunday's game against the Red Sox. And while we were there, we uh, continued to spread the message during May, which is National Foster Care Awareness Month, uh, of the needs of children in the foster system. And we took some Children's Hope Alliance swag with us, some cups, uh, lanyards, and sunglasses, and handed those out to some families and and stuff. Uh, the, The kids loved the sunglasses that they got. With the Children's Hope Alliance logo on them. Yeah, we spoke to some folks here in the RV park as well who were interested in the message. They saw our RV and asked us about it, and we were telling them. And they were even, a couple of them were even considering um, foster. Yeah, this woman, uh, 39 years old, and she can't have children, so she's interested in fostering and, and then uh, possibly adopting. And she asked for, or she asked for names of organizations up in this area. And, uh, our good friend, Celeste Dominguez, the CEO of Children's Hope Alliance, was helpful enough to send along that information with a couple of recommendations. Yeah, she mentioned Annie's Haven Limited and Milestone Foster Care that have good reputations and are in Ontario. So so when we see that woman, she's not staying in an, she's staying in an RV not far from us, so we'll probably see her again. We, we hope we do anyway. We'll make uh, sure we do. Yeah. Pass along the information. But... Uh, and we're in the heart of wine country. Canada's wine country right here between Hamilton and Niagara. And, and we uh, um, went to a few on Saturday, and, and it was fun. And then Sunday we went to the baseball game. But before that, we actually toured an old baseball stadium that is still in use for other things. We did. We went to the Olympic Park in and, Montreal. Yep, and, and Olympic Stadium. Saw where the Expos used to play. Yeah, and that was that was a neat uh, tour. Our our tour guide Jeff was a big baseball fan. Very much so. And he yeah. has he has actually been to several of the stadiums. He says AT and T Park in San Francisco is his favorite that he's been to. He's been to PNC Park in Pittsburgh, which is after Rogers Center when we leave Canada. That'll be the next MLB stadium we go to. We're looking forward to that. But Jeff had these two tickets from 1996 Padres Expos game, and I don't know why that particular game, but it's two tickets that that he carries around with him. Well, he said that his mom used to send him over to the stadium yeah, to just watch to, like, the get games. Out of, get, get out her, of her hair. Get, get him out <laughs> of her hair. Yeah, there's a lot of pride in that city as well for the Expos, and so I think they're looking forward to. Getting them back, we'll see what happens there with the expansion, potential expansion, right? Yeah, and there was a uh, blackboard, a chalkboard, where you could write some stuff on there, uh, people visiting the stadium, and I wrote on there, bring back the Expos, 
Hashtag home run on wheels. <laughs> right. We'll see. Maybe somebody will see that and check us out. I know, right? And it's all about spreading, you know, tr- trying to increase our sphere of influence as we go around to these uh, to these different areas and, and states and provinces. <laughs> yeah, and we walked around. Montreal was a great city. We walked around and um, enjoyed at Jeff's recommendation. We went to Schwartz Deli. Had a smoked meat sandwich. Yeah, it was so good. Very, very good. And then later in the evening, we both tried something for the very first time, and we liked it. We did. We tried poutine. I have always thought, ew, that sounds disgusting, and I never wanted to try it, but I tried it. But earlier in the day, we did something that made us feel like kids again. Oh, my God. Montreal is kind of a cool city, and we're... We're walking. We're going to that mall, right? Because we thought it was going to rain. Yes, we went. We were walking along, and it was windy as all get out. <laughs> and uh, so we thought it was going to rain. It did sprinkle a little bit, but as we were walking along, all of a sudden we come along, and there's these swing sets. And there's not a single kid on those swing. Oh no, sets. it was all adults. Yep. And the swings triggered music, which was playing uh, four different instruments depending on which swing and how high and how fast you go it determined the melody and and rhythm of the notes and it was really really neat and i we actually did a little facebook live thing on uh, the uh home run on wheels on the facebook page and uh i said there that uh we're just big kids everybody should be able to feel like a kid and especially kids kids deserve to be kids right and uh, so that was something that we just, you know, we we had fun in Montreal. And then uh, and then we realized, at least I realized, because I did not quite grasp how far apart Montreal <laughs> and Toronto are. Canada's Sp- big, babe. Yeah, Canada's very large. They call it the Great White uh, North for a reason. <laughs> it's a seven-hour drive from Montreal to Toronto if you're just in a car. We are in an RV towing a car, so it, and we stopped... A couple times, once to eat and once to get gas, and or a couple times to get gas, and so it took us nine hours to go f- from Montreal to Toronto. And now, granted, we're our south of Toronto, but uh, man, it was a much longer drive than I had anticipated. <laughs> there were some neat sights along the way. Unfortunately, you couldn't see the St. Lawrence River, even though we were following it. But, right, but it was a. It was it was pretty flat, right? Just there was a little bit of up and down, but that was more when you were in Montreal that coming into Montreal right. that we had the up and down in yeah. the hills. So I will say this though that one thing driving around it it makes us see things that we wouldn't otherwise see if we were flying from city to city to trying to do this trip, and it makes us want to return to different places. Was, oh, we should do that. Right. You know, like, I did not know that Thousand Islands was this huge, massive island chain in the St. Lawrence River with 1,800 islands. And you can do cruises out there, and there's castles on the islands. And and uh, so that's something I want to do again when we're back up in this area and maybe take a special trip to do it. And, and uh, so it's stuff like that that I'm so blessed that we're able to do this trip and experience new things and new adventures and see things that we haven't seen before and get future travel ideas as as we go along. One thing you experienced Sunday was the Hockey Hall of Fame. 
And when we walked in, it was pretty cool as Blues fans that we saw Pronger on the screen. They were showing him as one of the legends. I thought that was cool. Yeah, seeing Chris Pronger as soon as we walk in there. Well, I mean, we saw a big statue of Gordie Howe kind of greeting visitors to the Hockey Hall of Fame. But that, yeah, once we got inside there, then the the they've got this NHL Legends video thing playing. It's just kind of on a loop, and I think it goes through alphabetical order of the different hockey, uh, the Hall of Famers. And as a couple people who used to live in St. Louis and are St. Louis Blues fans, to see a Blues Hall of Famer, the very first thing we see, essentially, uh, that that was kind of special. Yeah, they actually, and me being from Peoria, and they had the different uniforms from some of the minor league teams as well. They had the Blues, they had the Peoria Rivermen there. That was cool. Yeah. What was not on Lord Stanley's Cup, though, unfortunately? St. Louis Blues players. Yeah. Yeah. And won't happen this year either because they did not make the playoffs. But uh, the Hockey Hall of Fame, though, is really cool. Um, I mean, I've always regarded the Stanley Cup as the best trophy in all of sports. And I continue to believe that. And it's really cool to be able to see it. They had the original cup, like in a vault. It's the 125th anniversary of the Stanley Cup. And they had the original one back in the vault in, in that great hall. I don't. You must not have I seen that. I missed that. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that. Oh, yeah, man. I thought you were going to follow me in there, but so that was cool. So then uh, we actually walked from there. One thing that's really cool about Toronto is that everything is like, if you want to go to a Raptors game or a Maple Leafs game and go to the Hockey Hall of Fame and see the Blue Jays and do the CN Tower, um, depending on the time of year, you can do that all. You can walk to all of those places. They're all right there. And and the the Ripley's Aquarium also if you if if that's your cup of tea uh, the uh, Roundhouse right yeah the Roundhouse Roundhouse Park that was cool uh, old old train station and uh, no we really enjoyed Toronto and when we left the Hockey Hall of Fame we actually we walked to Rogers Center had a nice conversation with Chris, this guy named Chris who he's actually went to the game by himself so his kids could spend time with his wife on Mother's Day <laughs> that was it was kind of funny he. <clears throat> but unfortunately, though, for the home team, our bad luck continues because the Red Sox beat the Blue Jays, and we are now two and eight with the home teams. Yeah, not sure what we can do about that. But no, I know. yeah, <laughs> I, maybe we need to like check the pitching matchups to to see if you know to try when, when we're choosing the games to try to pick. You know, okay, this is the best pitching matchup for the home team. Let's do that one so that maybe the home team will win. <laughs> we, I I don't know that it really matters. Probably but. <laughs> not. I mean, we saw the Red Sox lose to the Rays at Fenway Park, and that was definitely unexpected. Right. But I really like the stadium. Yeah, Rogers Center, and we'll do more on this uh, on our stadium reviews when we get those up. Uh, unfortunately, we ran into the same thing we did in Maine, where the Wi-Fi at this RV park is not yet up and running. It was supposed to be up and running may 1st so we're still dealing with wi-fi issues folks that's why we're falling behind on the stadium reviews we'll get them up we really just don't want to use our phones as hot spots like over and over and over and over and over because it, the we have unlimited data but it does slow down our speeds so we're trying to limit ourselves uh, on our data usage um so i hope you guys understand on that but Rogers Center, though, reminded me a lot of Marlins Park, and maybe it was because when we were at both stadiums, the roofs were open, 
Um, so they kind of had the similar look uh, with the roof kind of tucked back to one side of the stadium. Um, yeah, we one, had a nice sunny day as well. It was a well. beautiful day uh, on Sunday in Toronto for a baseball game. And hey, like like you said, baseball is meant to be played outside, right? Exactly. I'm not sure if I would have liked it as much if the roof had been closed. Right, so. yeah. And one thing that Marlins Park has that Rogers Center does not have is a nightclub. But one thing Rogers Center has that no other stadium has is an in-house hotel. Right, you've got those rooms. They're over. Kind of right, where they're at? They're they're looking field. right down. But yeah, looking right left down. Left field and center field and yep. center field basically. And it's interesting to me. I I didn't check. I started to check and see what the prices would be just to, yeah for curiosity. We did sake. learn though when we were looking up looking that up at stuff, and then we got distracted by speaking with the people around us. But uh, the hotel is pet friendly for a dog up to like sixty pounds. Well, it's not like they're actually going to be in the stadium, so. True. <laughs> but, heck, if we would have known that, maybe we would have looked into uh, spending the night there with Holmes. Yeah, so I know I said that the CN Tower. So we went to the CN Tower, and there's something that I've always wanted to do since I since they started doing it. There's something called the Edge Walk, but it's a little bit cost prohibitive. Yeah. I'm thinking the hotel stay. <laughs> in the stadium would probably be cost prohibitive as well you know folks we actually we we're sac- we've sacrificed a lot we're not trying to like you know come off as like magnanimous or anything like that but you know this whole thing started as a bucket list thing uh the original intention was for me to continue working at sporting news and and uh to be like a dual income thing while we're on the road but then it turned into this whole other thing where uh, we partnered with Children's Hope Alliance and got a home run on wheels up and running and we're doing the podcast and and uh, so I quit my job at Sporting News and Patty's continuing to work. So we are trying to be somewhat frugal yeah, but yet somewhat frugal, still get yeah. to experience everything. Exactly. So we're trying to have fun yet economic. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, also trying to you know get some other kids to games, uh, and we we talked about that what we've been able to do in Miami and Greensboro and Durham and what we're going to be doing in Milwaukee in June June twenty first, Brewers Cardinals, and hopefully get some more things in the work. I know today I'm going to be busy emailing several folks before we go out and explore again. Uh, this this area we got to get homes on some hiking trails today. Yeah, there's a lot of off leash parks nearby so we're going to check those out and so after the game though we checked out real sports i wanted to take you there i had been there before when i lived up here that is a very large sports bar it is well and it's just the number of screens and all of that it's just kind of crazy yeah man cave goals (laughs) right (laughs) and we saw the celtics smash the cavaliers big time uh in the eastern conference finals in the nba and then they switched over to golf. And so we said, I mean, Tiger Woods on that giant screen was about 12 feet tall. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and we, they, yeah, it's really cool, though. And it's not just the sports screens, but they got like a sports ticker with scores. And uh, the Orioles crushed the Rays 17 to 1 Sunday. That was awful. I could not even imagine trying to be a Rays fan watching that game. Yeah, that would have been painful, I'm sure. Yes, 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 yes. Unfortunately, I don't think we're seeing the Rays again on our trip. We will see the Blue Jays again, though. When we go out to Oakland, the Jays will be playing out there. We are done with the Red Sox. 
three times. We've seen the Red Sox and uh, against the Rays and Jays. <laughs> and we'll see the Jays and the A's. A. <laughs> but uh, next up, though, is Pittsburgh, PA. After we do a little brief pit stop in Buffalo to see a Bisons game. That's going to be fun. But before all that, guys, uh, when we come to you next, we will actually be in St. Louis. Uh, we have to fly there for a wedding. Friends of ours are getting married, so we're looking forward to that. But uh, So we're kind of taking a bit of a hiatus for a few days on the Home Run on Wheels trip itself. The RV is staying in Canada, but Patty and I are going to be flying from Toronto to St. Louis. And then we will come back next Sunday. So, But Thursday's podcast episode will be from St. Louis before we head back to Toronto and then mosey on down the road to Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Shuffle off to Buffalo. <laughs> so we're looking forward to that, folks. Thank you for listening to the Home Run on Wheels podcast. We'll catch you next time. Have a good one.